0: Hey guys, Uh, I have a exciting episode for you today, I think, and it's about giving away things for free. So many of us out there are so afraid of giving things away for free. We have mentors or colleagues or whoever that are telling us that doctors don't give things away for free. And I can tell you as a PSA, I'm gonna tell you three situations in our practice where we give away for free, things away for free. And in fact, we give a lot away for free, probably more than uh, anyone else out there. And you know what? We also charge higher prices. That's not a coincidence. And so if you want to hear my philosophy on why we give things away for free, please stay tuned for this episode. And before I go, before I let you onto this episode, hey, just do me a favor. If you do like this podcast, if you are enjoying it, we get so much great feedback. I'd love for you to share it with your friends. Please, please post on your Instagram. That's where a lot of our audience is. I'd love you to post, tag me, uh, post a link, something like that. It really, really helps the podcast grow. And uh, we get new listeners every week that you know, say, I wish I would have found you earlier. So let's try to help people find the podcast and join our community. What's up, everyone? So I want to talk about free. How many of you guys have heard from professors, from parents, from other doctors, from Facebook groups that you're devaluing your services by giving it away for free? I'm sure every single one of you out there has heard that. And I'm here to tell you that for whatever it's worth and the price you're paying for this podcast, that I give a lot of things away for free. I give so many things away for free. I think I would make the not free crowd obnoxiously sick. And even worse than that, even worse than that, there's a chance that our practice probably makes more money than their practices, that they're devaluing it. So the conclusion that I come to is that I just might, might, might not value myself or I might not value our business because I give so many things away for free. Or potentially, there's a reason why we do it. And that's what I want to dive into today. So, there are three places that I looked at in our business where we give things away for free. The first thing is we give away a free discovery visit. The second place is we sometimes give away three free sessions. (gasps) Oh my God. And the third way that we give away free is that we often give away free treatment to influencers in our community. So, let's break each one down. Part of our process is the first session where someone comes in to see us is free discovery visit. And I heard for years and years and years, don't give things away for free. You're devaluing your care. If they're going to come in, you're a doctor, they should pay you. Well, sure, that's all true. The problem with that sentiment is that we're talking about regular doctors and we're talking about other types of providers. But what I realized over time was that we were very, very different. Not only do we not take insurance but we're charging like four to $5,000 for a plan of care to come to our, our practice. The average lifetime value of a practice in a normal practice for a PVA and lifetime value is like $1,000, $1,200. And so if we're going to be four or five times as much as that, we might have to play a different game. Now, listen, if you're an in-network provider or you're charging $70 per visit, I'd probably try to convince you not to. However, if you are that, I probably wouldn't do anything for free. But if you're listening to this and you are in network and you do charge low cash fees and you're wondering how you can increase your price, maybe this episode is the most valuable one you ever listened to. And so when people ask me, why do I give sessions away for free? And it's in a business context. I always tell them I don't give it away for free. I just charge it to them on the back end. Just because they don't pay for it first doesn't mean they're not paying for it. One of the reasons why we can justify charging such high fees is because We give on the front end. If any of you follow Gary V, jab, 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 right hook, similar philosophy, is that when people are coming to see us, it isn't that they won't pay, it isn't that they want to use their insurance, it isn't that they can't afford it. It's just that right now, they don't understand or have enough context, or they don't trust us enough to hand over $5,000 on the first time they met. Just like when you probably married your spouse, there was a lot of things that happened before that, before you actually got to the altar and exchanged vows. I believe that your practice or your business is very similar. And essentially, what I want you to think about is a sliding scale or an inverse relationship that as the price of your services go up, the amount of trust that someone is going to have or their skepticism is going to be even more. And so the less you charge, probably the less you need to do. And I think it works in a correlative relationship. If you charge a little, you don't need to give that much. If you charge a lot, you probably need to give a lot. And so as I charge more, one of the ways that I can build trust is by building in time into the relationship and time without a lot of risk. And so when a patient comes into our practice and they come in for free, don't mistake, they're still taking a big risk. You know, we think that it's so easy that someone picks up the phone to call us. They have to drive they have to take time out of their day. They have to go to a new provider, all these different things. But this is a lot to ask of someone. And then on top of that, to ask them to pay all this money, um, that is a significant ask. And so what we say in our our practice is that it's not that people aren't going to pay, it's that we're just going to charge them at a different time. But before we get them to pay and before they're happy to pay, before they trust that they will want to pay us, we have to make sure that A, they're a good fit for us, and B, they want to be with us because we don't want buyer's remorse. We don't want to feel like we're swindling people into something that they don't have all their eyes on. And so when we do that free first session, we are trying to give them a little bit on the front end where they don't have to take a huge risk to come into our practice. And people think that they can just solve their sales problem by hiring a sales trainer and all these different things, but they don't understand what the sales process actually is. If you want to sell to somebody at a higher price than normal, you have to build trust into that relationship. And many a Cairo fails or can't raise their price or can't run the practice they want to run. They have to stay doing 10-minute appointments because they never grasp this concept. Like I said, it's not that people in your area won't pay. I don't care if you're in Miami or you're in Fort Lauderdale, or if you're in Oklahoma, or if you're in California, there are people in your community that will pay for things, but they have to see the value in it. And so we create value by putting this free discovery visit. And our discovery visit is pretty simple. It's a chance for you to come in and meet our doctor, ask them any questions you have. It's a chance for us to put you through a an evaluation, and we can prescribe to you what the best next steps are. And so if we want to be ethical providers... On the phone, don't you think it's unethical to like, ask someone to spend all this money with you before you think you can help them? When we ask someone for money and a lot of money to do our service, we are very confident we can help. Where most of you guys out there, you're getting someone on the phone, you're taking their information and you're bringing them in and you've already charged them. Well, what do you, what, is that fair? Is that ethical that you're going to charge them money when you don't know if you can help them? In our process, you could argue ours is even more ethical because before anyone gives up one of their most valuable assets, their money, we actually put them through the paces to see if we can help. And so for some of you guys out there that the ethical brigade, the crusaders of ethics, potentially you are unethical because you are charging someone before you see if you can actually get them an outcome. Don't you think that if I'm confident I can get some of the outcome they're looking for, then I can charge them money? don't you think that that's a better strategy than the opposite? Ask them to pay first and then hope and pray that you can get it. That to me would piss me off if you charged me money and then couldn't help me. And so we do that free first session because it, again, it's not free. They just pay for it on the back end. but our process builds in the time and the trust and the relationship so that we can now charge more money for the things uh, in our practice. And so that's a free discovery visit. The next thing, There are times where we give away three free sessions. Now, this is a much more involved and longer conversation because we have a very detailed and involved sales process, uh, which we teach in our Business 101 course. And just to give you an overview of that sales process, one of the objections that we have to handle during our sales process is a certainty objection. And for the audience that isn't familiar with our sales process, um, a certainty objection is basically, the way I think about it is if you have a chronic pain patient, like a true chronic pain patient, it isn't that that patient doesn't trust you as a provider. Oftentimes, it's that like they don't trust themselves because they've tried so many other things. They're always in pain, and they're not certain that they are going to get the result. So it's like, Dr. Smith, you're great. Like My friend said you're great. I really like what you do. I like you as a person, but I've been through the ringer so many times, and I'm not certain that I'm going to get the result and the outcome. And so in those situations, if we have somebody come in that we really do think we can help, but they don't trust us enough, To be able to sign up for a plan of care with us, what we will offer them is three free sessions with the idea that after those three sessions, or at the end of those, at the conclusion of those three sessions, if we have gotten the outcome that we've agreed upon, that they will, in fact, choose to work with us. And so, do we not value ourselves, or do we just meet the client or the patient where they are? Do we actually maximize the level of empathy that we do have? Because we understand we are not cheap and potentially we are not for everyone. And we really aren't going to go home feeling good about ourselves if we ask someone to spend $5000 with us and then we can't help them. Or even worse than that, we can help them but they don't think we can help them. And in those situations, doesn't happen often, but we will offer them three free sessions. Because I believe if you want to be in healthcare and actually help people, you should meet someone where they are, understanding the objections that they might have. Now, you might be saying, well, what do you do if, they get, if you get to the third and they don't want to work with you? Tough shit. If you want to help people and be ethical, there are going to be times where it might not work out in your favor. Now, I can tell you, out of all the times that we have done this, it's worked out in our favor more than not. And the other option would have been that this person wouldn't have become a patient. Most importantly, they wouldn't have gotten the help that they were looking for. And secondarily, our business wouldn't have gotten better either. How many of you guys are letting people with a certainty objection walk out of your door that tell you it's too expensive? It isn't that it's too expensive. It's that they're not sure that they're going to get the outcome for the cost that you're going to give, that you're going to charge them. That is not the same thing. And so again, all of you ethical crusaders out there. I make you question, are you actually ethical? If you're that ethical, shouldn't you treat someone on your dime so that you can build that trust and relationship potentially so you can get them the outcome that they've been looking for? Because right now they've been let down so many times that they won't get it or they won't work with you. I don't know. Maybe we are the most ethical ones out there and you guys who do it the other way aren't. Not sure. You tell me. And the third, and the third. Everyone wants marketing. Everyone wants marketing. Until they figure out what marketing often works, and then they don't want to do it. Because again, giving things away for free. So I can tell you, since January, in our practice, we tracked our stats. We have, quote, given away free treatment to over one dozen trainers. So over 12 trainers in our area. So our market is mostly people that are gym goers, 50 plus, CrossFit, small group training, Pilates, yoga, all of those type of clients. If you're in the rehab space, you know who that those people are. And so we know that the people that are influencers in that community that would be our perfect patient are the coaches or the trainers or the Pilates instructors. And so we made an initiative in the beginning of the year to network and create relationships with these local trainers. And then since you know most of them are physically abuse their body to some capacity, we had a pretty good idea that we could physically help them in our practice by treating them. And when they came to our office, we, had, we gave them two options. We said, listen, there's two ways that we can do this. You can sort of pay us with money and no strings attached, that's it. Or you can pay us with other things like an introduction to your gym, seminars in your gym, or referral relationships. And to this date, every single person, as you would suspect, chose to do option B. And as we've tracked this, every single time we treated a trainer for free, almost on a one-to-one basis, we get a referral. And so I ask you, are you above treating someone for free? If you had to give away an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours of free treatment with a return of $4,000 or 5,000, would you trade that? Would you trade four hours for 4K? So you're telling me if I could give away 12 hours of my time that I could make maybe $20,000, would you do that? I mean, I would do that. I would sign up for that every single day and twice on Sunday. But that presupposes that you stop listening to your mentors and the bullshit artists out there that are telling you all this craziness. You shouldn't give your service away for free. You should value yourself as a doctor. That's not what doctors do. They don't do the blah, blah, blah. I don't care what they do. In fact, I'm actually at the point in the world where whatever the old people tell me to do, whatever they tell me I should do, I literally would just take the opposite advice and put it into play. Because it seems like everything that they talk about, those people, everything that our mentors and old school people are saying, if I do the opposite, I'm really successful. And if I listen to what they say, I'm frustrated. So, if I'm you out there and listening to this podcast and you have old school clinical mentors or teachers or whoever's out there and they're giving you advice, the first thing I would think about would be what would happen if I did the opposite. Don't treat people for free. What if I just give away 20 hours of treatment for free? See what happens there. You have to take insurance. What if I never take insurance? What if we just don't do everything that our clinical mentors tell us to do? How successful could we be? I have people in my program right now that like their biggest, if they say their biggest regret was taking too much advice from their clinical mentors because their clinical mentors are great clinically, but they sort of conflated being good clinically with their business acumen. One of them is this right here. Uh, Don't give away treatment for free. Like these are one of these tidbits that you hear second trimester in chiropractic school and from a, a, a well-meaning professor. And now we go on the rest of our career thinking that like the boogeyman's going to come get us and, you know, we're not going to be ethical and we can't wear our white coat or put a doctor in front of our name because we gave away a treatment for free. Well, you realize that most medical providers out there are not entrepreneurs. They couldn't spell entrepreneur if it showed up on Google. They can't spell CEO if it was written in front of them. They are highly paid hourly employees that happen to be good at a certain service. That doesn't mean they're good at business. And so my warning to all of you guys out there is just be careful who you're listening to. Like always, my PSA, it happened to come in the form of giving things away for free but more so it's just think about it in your own capacity what works for your business if you're running a different business you might have to act differently your mentor that's been in practice for 25 years i hope they don't have to do things for free anymore because they they're well established you have been in practice for 12 minutes and you might have to do something different and all i encourage you to do is if you're going to be different you have to think different if you're going to be think different you have to do different things so to close are you sure are you sure that you not doing free treatment is actually helping you thank you so much for listening to this episode and if you found this content valuable here are four ways I can help you for free one grab a copy of my free guide the rehab chiropractors checklist you can get that at go dot dot com slash guide That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strivetomove.com. And four, leave us a five-star review